Hey, how you doing? So today, right now, we have someone very special on the air. Uh, I'll just go ahead and give you full disclosure. This is my uncle, Mr. Uncle, uh, Mr. Russell Taylor. <laughs> Mr. <And> uncle Taylor. <laughs> you know, even even I'm getting a little, you know, scared here talking. But uh, you know, we uh, we're glad to have you on right now because you're a man of many talents, and we have a lot of things we want to talk about, man. But how are you doing right now? I'm good, man. Life is good. You know, retirement, brother. Retirement, so, yeah, man. I know you had the plan, but you got out earlier, man. Hey, you gotta you gotta have a plan of attack for your life. You gotta have a plan of attack, man. Don't don't just go through life winging it. You're gonna end up old, broken, and busted. Yeah, yeah. That's something you've always preached to me You're growing right up throughout that. life, man. And yes, you, sir. You set a fine model of something to follow, or strive to, or strive to follow. Uh, I mean, there's so much I want to talk to you about because you're doing so much right now, man. Uh, first, you're getting ready to eventually man, start your retirement plans, which are to do one of the things everyone wants to do in retirement, and that's live out of the country while still having some place to call home in the country. And, Absolutely. you know, still make money outside of your retirement money, man. So first, could uh, you want to explain to people what your plans are for retirement and uh, how you got there? <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, I, I, you know, I worked for the, I worked for the government for a number of years, and um, early retirement came up, so I decided to go ahead and um, jump in and, and just take advantage of it. Um, but I've always planned on living outside of the country, you know. Um, you know, as I've told my, my my nieces and nephews, trying to share some wisdom, you know, I, they, I, I, this is not an American dream, you know. To me, it's, it's an American nightmare. So, I've, so I've been setting my 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 pace. You know, my my focus on getting out of the country for the last 20 years. Um, and what I did was about two years ago, um, I brought a condo down in DR, um, Sasua specifically. And, uh, you know, when I brought the condo, renovated it, rented it out, let it start making me some money. So every time I invested in the condo, I basically made back. And now with the opportunity that I had this year, I, I just jumped off the boat, man. I said, I, I, I'm out of here. You know, I'm out of here. So uh, I'm, I'm happy too. You know, so I got this house here in Atlanta being rented out. So that's going to be another source of income with um, a rental out here. And then I started an investment group. So uh, we're moving. We're making some moves. That's awesome, man. And, uh, you know, one of the things, uh, you know, that's, that's one of the big things, man, that we know is uh, really the, the, the permanent, you know, residual income. If that's what, you know, and that's the word a lot of people use is residual income, man. The biggest one isn't, you know, I think a lot of people get caught in these network marketing schemes, which people always need to be aware of. But the biggest one is real estate, man. Real estate investment, man. Because it's not property. going anywhere. It's not going anywhere, man. And that's yours. You can hand it down through your families. A lot of, you know, estates. When you think of things, estates, that's a big exactly. word that comes up, you know, get handed down through through generations. And it's probably yeah, well, been there through generations. And, well, uh, well, I'm going to tell you, man, something happened to me some years ago that I was about probably about 24, 25. I was living with this chick and she told me, and she told me two words, man, that I said nobody will ever say to me again. And she told me, get out. <laughs> Basically, she threw me out her crib. <laughs> you know? And to me, man, you know, that, I mean, that hurt my pride. That hurt everything. It wasn't even the fact of us breaking up. It was like, damn, this chick is telling me, get the hell up out of her crib. And I said, from that point on, every place that I laid my head, I would own. And I have owned every every place I've laid my head since I was 27 years old. Yeah. Every place I've laid my head, including overseas. 
Yes. And uh, I mean, I've been to most of the homes in state. I think the only one I didn't get to come to was Atlanta because you didn't have the only time I was in Atlanta. You weren't there yet. Uh, But I can't wait. I I can't wait to come to DR, man. I need to work on my passport because I can't wait to come to DR. We had a lot of fun uh, when we did hang out out here at the times you were out in the city. Uh, So I can't wait to do it with you on your turf, man, and see how, how it goes with you, man. Uh, I know Lorenzo's looking forward to it too. I hope he's watching right now. I did tell him. And <laughs> shout out again, hi mom, hi dad. My parents are both listening. Oh hi mom, God. hi dad. Here we go. What's up, family? What's up, family? <laughs> so something that he said, you know, a little earlier. It's 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 more than just having the residual income. It's having multiple incomes. Yes. So how how has it been setting up multiple incomes? You know, giving yourself that cushion, knowing that you're gonna have your stream coming in from different directions. Well, I, I've always, I mean, I grew up with a mother who always, who always, um, you know, shared with us and, you know, your grandmother, save, yeah. save, save money, save, save, save money. So my thing was to my nieces and nephew and my daughter before she passed away was invest. Make sure that you got investments going, you know, make sure you look into dividend stocks like Morgan Stanley or share computer, you know, different stock, you know, that was that's going to pay you reinvest that stock. Uh, you know, I've told them, you know, look for look for things that you can do offline, whether it's web design, whether it's coding, uh, whether it's drop shipping. I mean, there's a lot of resources that you can make money that you don't have to sit in, in you know, in an office. Um, now, the big thing is cryptocurrency. Of course, real estate is always a good investment. You know, I, I've, I've purchased gold, silver and platinum coins. Um, so, you know, so I, 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 I've diversified my whole portfolio to make sure that I that no matter where the, the market is going, I'm still secure and you know in what I'm doing, as well as still saving. But like I said, when you're young and you need to invest, you need to invest in that market because even if it goes down, it's still gonna go back up. Like 2008, the market took a big dip. You know, I was working for the government, so our TSP is basically a 401k program. And I told everybody just sit tight because ain't nobody retiring for the next 10 goddamn years. But a lot of cats that sold that, you know, this is nah, 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 my TSP's going down, I'm going to sell it. So when they sold it, you know, and I at that time, I think I lost like maybe $12,000 from my, from my portfolio. But, you know, um, come to, to 2014, I done made that 12 back plus another 20. Now, all the cats who sold, guess what happened? They lost all that money. You can't. So, uh... you know, money is emotional. And I understand that. <laughs> yeah, money and money makes people emotional too, man. Uh, you know, it does. it's uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I've never really dabbled in investments yet. I haven't reached that state of my life yet. I want to get there very soon, um, and I have plans for things I want to do. But I think that um, I think that you know, people have to realize, like the stock market. I see a lot of people right now that bought into cryptocurrency in the last few months when it was high, and this recent plummet, man. I told you, I saw a lot of people online. Like they know nothing about stock, know nothing about investing, anything. Just trying to give people tips, and I think a lot of people. Uh, I think cryptocurrency right now. Uh, if you got in at the right point and cashed out already, good. I think if you if you're still holding right now, good. I think that if you bought in like recently when it was high and still going up a little bit, but now took this plummet, don't mm-hmm. don't jump ship yet. If you just because if you jump ship, you're gonna lose what you put in it and what you lost recently in the, in the market dropping. But uh, you are. And there's a lot of cryptocurrencies. You know, Bitcoin is, is the gold standard, but you got Ethereum. You, you, you got you got Blackcoin. I mean, you got a lot of different cryptocurrencies where yes. you can buy in, especially if you can buy in 
like for some going for like a dollar 25 or 50 cents you know if you buying into stuff like that and we have one cat in my investment group he actually handles our cryptocurrency because that's his thing we got another cat who actually his big thing is forex so that's what we put him you know my thing is real estate right now we're looking at to buy properties overseas because what the business is basically about i'm gonna tell you well, after I brought my, my property in DR, man, I was like, damn, man, I would love to have a property in Brazil. I would love to have a property in Panama, all these other places that I visited. And I said, shit, why can't I have it? But I knew I couldn't do it by myself. So I sent out a, 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 a basically a, a message on, on Facebook to this um, group I belong to. And now it's like 14, 14, 14 brothers got together, man. We, we putting our money in. And and this year we'll have our first property again in DR. I mean, I already got a property there, but that's where all the most of the guys come, so they want a property there. But then our next property will be Brazil, and then we'll have a property in Colombia, and I'll be able to leave all this to my family, you know. Um, so you know, you got to think outside the box, man, because I'm telling you for the for the for the black and brown community, man, this ain't American dream. This American fucking nightmare. And that's and that's just real. That that's just being honest. So you got to think outside the box, man. And don't think that you know your options begin and end at the borders of the United States. That's why I encourage people, man. Look outside these borders. There's a lot of opportunities. So like even with because I have a YouTube channel called Telemate Dreams Out of the Matrix, and I give people a blueprint how to set up bank accounts overseas. Um, you know, some of the do's and some of the don'ts, who to trust, who not to trust, how to deal with attorneys overseas. Because the attorneys is the ones that are screwed, be honest with you. Your attorney, I ain't talking about somebody else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, attorney will be in on the other attorney screwing you. <laughs> it is. It, it, it's all a game, man. It's all a game. So, you know, you got to learn, you know, certain investments. If you overseas, don't deal with the locals, man. Like, you know, because unfortunately, and I love Dominican Republic, I, I got... I, you know, I got ties there. I adopted my daughter from there. But, you know, but, but you got to understand when you're in another country, especially when that country is a is second or third world, the mentality and the education level is different. What I mean is if I put 2,000 pesos on the table and, and told the average Dominican, hey, you can have this now and walk away from it. You ain't got to do anything. But now here's 50,000 pesos. All you got to do is wait till next week. Guess which one they're going to pick? Two thousand. At two thousand every damn time, man. You know. Now me and you, we, I'm gonna ask you what time are we gonna meet next week, so I get my. 50, <laughs> yeah, like. Uh, so you're saying a week? You're saying a week from now you're gonna give me fifty thousand. A week from now, like this instant, like a week from now at this second time. So I'll be sure to find you if it's this. Right out of this is the time you're saying next week. You don't mean like next week and then a few days later in the week. You don't mean like next week. The day after, you mean next week? Exactly. This time next week? Then I can wait. Exactly. <laughs> like a, I remember. Uh, I remember you say that that story you just gave, and it's a it's a story from all of us. All of us. You remember me, Betty, Lorenzo, Vanessa. Um, when we were younger, Grandma, I, I believe you and Grandma were gonna give us money. You gave us the option that we can take. I think it was like two hundred dollars at that point, or we can put the two hundred dollars in the bank and it would go and like we could get it in a couple months or about you know six months and we would have like 250 or we let it go a little longer 300 and i think mm -hmm. i was the only one that waited you know for the 250 i think everybody else took the money and i was Yo, the only one who waited i was the only one who waited for the 250. <laughs> See, I, I remember that, like that in my life. <laughs> I, I remember that and I, was, I was the only one who waited man and I, that, that that made me think but I think uh I, I got a lot of my business and shopping since i put stories about it online on social media my friends have seen it 
I thank grandma, man, for teaching me how to be a shopper and a consumer because I think without grandma's help, um, mm-hmm. I think I might be one of these regular consumers getting beaten in the head, man. I, <laughs> I won't pay full price for anything. I try to barter. I beat you down. If something is listed at the wrong price, I don't care what your, your machine says right now. We're going to go to that. I'm going to find it for you, and then you're going to make it that price, or I'm going to make a scene. Just don't ever end up one of those people at Black Friday. No, no, no. I don't, I don't, I don't do Black Friday. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever no, nah, I don't do Black Friday. Game, man. man, it's a scheme. It's a scam. People man. don't realize this, like, yo, we're, all right, we're gonna all right, how much did we buy it for? And we've been selling for it, and how much stock we got left? All right, we're just gonna unload it and make them think it's a sale. Because we're making we're still making an insane profit giving it to you at this price, guys. I don't we're get it, because you still you find it cheaper online. Online a couple days later, like it's insane, man. It's just people <laughs> like, but you you, you you can craft the dream and you can make people believe what you you know you can sell this to them it's marketing like that. and advertising yes you're making people think they're getting a great deal on something when in actuality they're still paying close to regular price so how often do you publish videos on your youtube channel uh right now i try to do um at least two two or three times a week i'm gonna tell you the, the, the thing about youtube um you really gotta push you really gotta publish um and post youtubes at least two to three a week at least two or three a week that keeps your audience happy that keeps your audience coming that that makes more people you know fiending for what you got to say um you know of course you're going to attract all the trolls too and i'm sure you guys have trolls (laughs) as well (laughs) we've had our shares of trolls (laughs) you know but but a troll a troll is is is, is, you know it's just a a hater that 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 can't get enough for you because i'm gonna tell you them trolls will subscribe to you you're helping me like you don't realize you're giving me views like you're helping me here so just stay say say all you want give me the comments other people are gonna comment you're driving traffic to my page i appreciate you troll keep trolling Yeah, I, I love trolls, man. I love them. I, I love them. <laughs> like you don't. I, I know you're a troll. I know you're trolling right now. People don't get it. They think people don't know they're trolling. And uh, yeah. I think maybe if they do, I mean, then we might have to really figure out a way to drive traffic. But uh, for now, yeah. it's, it's all good. Yeah, but I took a hiatus for about five or six months. I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna go into you know reason I did on this show, but it was just a chess move. You know, in the game of life, you either gonna play checkers or chess. The smart thing is to play chess. So I played the chess move. It worked out. So now I'm back up. Uh, so now I'm trying to build my subscribers, sub- subscribers back up. Um, but I, I'm going to tell you, man, um, what I love about my channel, man, and I didn't know how much I was affecting people because I'm also a, a vet, disabled vet. You know, I just suffer with depression. And I deal with that on my YouTube, you know, to tell, telling people how, you know, all this medication they want to give you. But when I travel... Man, that's the best medication I could have. You know, it, it just gives you that sense of, of, of purpose, that that center that you need. And a lot of cats, man, you know, send send me and, and you can read in my comments. Um, that, you know, they ain't coming from me. That cats are saying, man, they was on the verge of, of, of suicide and depression. And they said, man, I started watching your channel. And, and man, it just, you know, and it just changed my life. And man, when somebody write and tell you something like that, that they're ready to commit suicide. And I know because I've been there, man, it, it, it just it, it just really does something to you, man. And I get so much love when I get when I'm in the sewer, when I call it home now, man, it's crazy. I, I know some nights, man, I, I mean, cats be trying to buy me beers and drinks. And I mean, I, I've got drunk a couple, quite a few nights. <laughs> <laughs> But it's just it's just love, man. I, I remember sitting in this club classicos, man, and me and my partner, we ordering drinks and whatnot. We getting ready to bill out, so I take the drink. 
I mean, take the bill and the cat come up, walk up behind me, man, snatch the bill out my hand and say, motherfucker, your money ain't no good. And I'm turning around like, yo, who's this dude? <laughs> like, Mr. Mr. Traveler, Mr. Traveler, man, I was watching on YouTube. So, you know, it's, it's just a lot of love, man. But like I said, if I could give cats advice, I'm giving them advice. Like, I'm, I'm also, because like in DR, you need a reference to walk into a bank to open up an account. And I've walked probably up to this date about 20 dudes in the bank and started their, and started their bank accounts. And help them get in real estate. So, uh, you know, that my thing is, man, look outside these borders, man. The options are endless. That's that's amazing, man. And I, I really I want to touch on a veteran thing for a second, man, because uh, I think veterans, man, are probably, I think, have one of the rawest deals in this country, man, um, regardless of skin color, man. I think that after what the veterans, people who go to war, sacrifice for us. I don't think they get that due, man. Um, I know actually you're a veteran. My brother's a veteran. Um, I know plenty of friends that have served. Uh, I think everyone knows at least a couple of veterans, man. Yeah. And there are a lot of veterans with the, with similar stories, man. And you see it, what is it, like 21 or 22, you know, service members a day commit suicide of the U.S. Armed Forces, man. And that's something sad. And that, that's that's scary. That's sad, man. And, um, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that, that you're out helping, man, because you're doing more than the VA is doing for some people, man. And, um... I applaud all the veterans, man, who give up what they gave up, man, um, to know at least. And, and I mean, I want to say for our freedoms, but we can see right now things aren't going exactly the way most people would have expected them to. Yeah. So, uh, I, I mean, I just uh, th thank you for your service, number one. And I want to, you know, I think everyone who's been helped by you and what you, you know, do on YouTube, I think they'll all say thanks, too, man. Uh, nah, th thank you, nephew. Yeah, I mean, but our family, man, I mean, we, we've had and, and, and I can trace back, man. We've had people in our family and the quick lineage, that's that's our name, uh, since, you know, World War One. you know, yeah. so I mean, our family goes me. back. You got a lot of service members. But like you said, you know, um, and, and and just changing the subject slightly. Um, and I thank all my fellow vets, too. But the black and brown community, even black and brown community of vets man, have been getting a raw deal. It's been getting a raw deal. Yeah, that's man. When you see some of the stories from like Vietnam, from Korea, man. Like of like black and like brown, you know, you know, minority vets, man, is it's, it's cold, man. I mean, you we obviously know the uh, with the uh, experiments with uh, Tuskegee, man. So you know, things like history, man, things that you know, things that are documented, man. So um, I think it's cold, man. I mean, documented some of the uh, black soldiers who had to go fight in France, you know, as French soldiers in World War One, because you know American units didn't want them. Like it's crazy. Like yeah, and these crazy. are documented. These are documented. I mean, you look at some of the Mexican um, um fellow vets, man, that fought in this country, and then you're talking about they want to send a guy back to Mexico. Are you kidding me? Yeah. This man, this man has signed his name on the dotted line that I would die for this country. So what are you talking about sending him back to this country? If if a man signed his name on the line saying I'll die for this country, this is his country. And and look and half those cats in DC including the, the five-time draft dodger that we got in office now, you know, never signed their name on anything, but yet they'll get a check for the rest of their life. You got senators and Congress people sitting in jail, serve one term of Congress, and guess what? They get a check every month, and their kids go to school free. Did y'all know that? Yeah. If you were no, to a congressman? Yeah. So it, it, the whole thing is just whack, man. And you're right, nephew. I, I, I think we need to treat our vets better, man. I, I do, I really man. Do. That's one thing, man. I mean, 
really, that's one thing that, that hit and resonates with me, man, when, when I do listen to, because watching, I mean, my brother, he served at the beginning of the, uh, you know, Operation Iraqi Freedom, whatever you want to call it, what, uh, what happened when we went into Iraq in 2003, Lorenzo was out there, and my brother came home, and while he's come home and he's been able to adjust and be well adjusted, I know my brother, and while he doesn't want to discuss it, I've had to sit there with him and talk things through with him when he suffered through shit. And I know he wouldn't appreciate me saying much more than that on air, man. But seeing my older brother go through that, and like I can feel it in my face, I can feel it coming. Like I'm, I'm gonna stop here, man. But I, don't, I, I don't, I don't think people give our veterans a fair enough shot, man. Like, like when I see veterans on a train, man, I see young kids on a train. Like a young, a kid could go to war, man, but can't come home and get a fucking drink, be like, come on, you can't, you, you can't be serious, man. Like I think more than anything, man. Like those are the, like right now. Like, if you want to tell me anything, but what we've done overseas, like, what, 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 like, like, let's call it imperialism, man. That's what, like, that's what we stand for overseas. Like, that's what our army, like, like we stand for overseas. And like, you send these young kids off to do this, and they come home, and what do they have? Like, people would give their lives to this, and what, what do they have for it, man? Like, to get spit in the face, like, it, it's ridiculous. Like, I think it's our job because we have platforms like this to bring more awareness to this. And that's why one of the things, man, that's one of the big things, too, man, why with Danny, man, like with, with voting, man, being involved in your elections, man. Like Absolutely. a big thing, man, like what we just saw with uh, Roy Moore in, uh, in Alabama, man, where they said that was like one of the biggest turnouts for African-American women voters and African-American voters in general with Roy Moore, who was being accused of, you know, sexual misconduct with an underage person and was still running for Senate. And, you know, it's you see the power of getting out and voting, man. And people need to get behind people that are looking out for their interests, man. Because people vote people like, like this people have been on Congress and not known D.C. five, ten, de five, six decades at this point, man. Like, like career politicians. This shit's crazy. Nothing's changed. And people need to, you know, get out and pay attention to their voting. So that's one thing that resonated with me big time with Danny when we sat down and spoke with him the first time is how he wants to be involved in civic and local change through, you know, voting and getting people aware about systems like this. Mm -hmm. so it's our job now it's our job to keep hitting the streets like you was telling me yesterday it's our job to come to uh, connect with the community and if if anybody has the power to do it it's us we're on tv every day and we're yeah. on tv globally so it's like i got really command those those um school students right now man um you know they decided you know and you and that's that's the power of social media too man because uh, now you have, I think they're going to do a, a day where a lot of the students are going to walk out of school for 17 minutes for the, for the kids that were killed in those school shootings. And it's ridiculous, man, that we have all these mass school shootings and you still got people telling you need more guns, man. I mean, the, the only in this country is this happening, you know. I mean, I think Australia had one school shooting, man. They put down laws so, so bad. That they have that was the only school shooting I think in the last what 11, 12 years I gotta Google it, but it, one school shooting in twelve years we have what two or three a year, two or three a month, a month. That's 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 absolutely yeah, crazy. The numbers man. are getting crazy. Yeah, the numbers are ridiculous. Um, it's like like two or three a month sometimes. Sometimes it'll feel like there's one every week. Um. But it is crazy, man. But I, I think one of the big things people don't realize, and this is what you touched on too about uh, with veterans, where they're pumping you full of these drugs that you know have side effects. You have people with mental health issues, and like you hear it in the very quick, you know, that very quick, almost robotic voice, the happy robotic voice in these commercials for some of these, you know, antidepressants and stuff, and what they can trigger if they don't work. And that's something I think another discussion that needs to be had is like the like. I think there needs to be regulation on the medical industry and where they come into it. But uh, there's no way you can tell me there doesn't need to be stronger background checks. And, like, if the reports that the FBI, which I think they verified 
that they did have this kid or couldn't like tell who was who. There were two kids with the same name and couldn't tell who was who. And like that's not a good enough excuse when they told you this kid that's was saying this. Like get the FBI. Yeah, but sorry to interrupt you, nephew, but let's get the language right on this. Because anytime there's a mass shooting, whether it's a school shooting or a school or, or a shooting in Las Vegas, if it's a person with black and brown skin, it's a terrorist, it, you know, it, it's automatically labeled a terrorist. You know? Yeah. Anytime it's 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 somebody that, that that's white, and I'm I'm gonna just put this out here, man. They label well. They have mental issues. Mental illness. You know? I saw. I saw a couple it's of reports crazy. saying they were trying so, to. The prosecutors tried to call him a troubled kid. He's 19 at this point. He's no longer a kid. He's legally an adult. I apologize for what you suffered through. Um, and that's 100 percent true, man. Um, no one called homie in uh in Vegas a terrorist, and that is a terrorist act. Um, nah. I don't care what you say. Um, it, it's a terrorist act, and I 100 percent agree with that, man. That that a terrorist comes in their skin color, and a lot of the time the media doesn't. You know, blatant call terrorism it fair. too. That's blatantly terrorism, um, whether you want to say it or not. I think we all know it. And, you know, I, th that's one thing I said too. This generation, these kids, man, like these kids right now are going to be, the I think, a generation that will we'll see more change. Um, I think, obviously, uh, we saw a little bit with ours got a little stagnant. Um, but I think now with our generation combined with, you know, the younger generation, uh, you know, people are going to want to see change, man. These young kids had to suffer through this. Um, and, you know, uh, they want to see, you know, th th I think they have a good shot. Uh, it was crazy what happened in Florida when they marched on uh, the state the state, uh, the state, state house earlier this week. And they didn't even want to pull up a bill. They didn't even want to start the motion to start talking about, you know, gun control bills in Florida. They brought up the motion to start talking and it just right there on the spot. And next yeah, time, it was like, try again. This young generation, they're they going to change things, man. God bless them. God bless them. But me, I'm out. Y'all can have it. <laughs> <laughs> I throw up the hands, man. I, I, I'm done because I'm gonna tell you when I'm overseas, um, and like I can say I got I got a first class plane ticket April 13th. I, I'm out of here, and uh, I don't even watch the news, man. I don't even watch the news. I get my news from maybe Facebook or if I'm sitting at a bar from a cat who just flew in that night and be like, "Yo, man, you see what happened?" I said, "Nah, you gotta fill me in." Barstool news. <laughs> So uh, where, where can people find you again? Of course, it's Taylor Made Dreams in the Matrix. Uh, Taylor Made Dreams out of the Matrix. Out of the Matrix. Yeah. Taylor Made Dreams out of the Matrix. Or they can hit my, my uh, website, TaylorMadeDreams.org. Um, and, you know, and, and they you know, and they, they could come on and find out what I'm doing, what I'm about. Like anybody who wants a roadmap to out of the, get out of this Matrix, and I'd say Matrix, I mean out of the USA. Um, man, I'm setting a roadmap for brothers, man. I'm also going to be publishing an ebook as well, um, talking about traveling and how to set things up. Like I said, how to do real estate overseas, set up bank accounts, um, how to deal with locals, you know, how to deal with attorneys while you overseas. So I'm, I'm, I'm setting a roadmap, man. And uh, like I said, in the ebook is going to be free. I'm not even trying to get, collect no money on it, man. I just want to give people a roadmap to let people know that you got bigger options. You know, you got more options. Then that A and B, you got C, D, E, F, and G because now there's a lot of young people killing themselves, man. You know, I I, I got a friend who both, you know, both her children committed suicide. Jeez, that's crazy. That is you terrible. Know, at 19 and 21, so damn, damn. I, you know, I mean, that's unheard of. You know that's what I'm saying? Insane, that's unheard. Of. But but it's it's taking a, a a permanent solution to a temporary problem because people don't think that they have other options. So when once you show and introduce people that they have other options, 
it it's a game changer. It changes the dynamics. So I think anybody like yourself that goes out of their way to educate people and, and, and produce these videos, they deserve a live hand clap. So. Yes, a very live hand clap, man. And uh, just, uh, I mean, this is, this is information people need to know, man. And of course, uh, I need to just go ahead and put it out there. A real Bushwick native was on air with us today, man. <laughs> out here in the seventies, man. Before you too. Before us too. Way before us too, man. So you can tell us stories about Bushwick that you know we didn't even know, man. Yeah, he was so, going to the Commodore. Yes, we, we had the uh, we had another Bushwick native on air with us. I just I, I want to thank you for coming on with us today, Uncle Russell, man. And uh, you know, just that this is a great conversation. Uh, I hope everyone got some great information out of it. Uh, just, just that. Wow, man! I, I love doing this. And every we'll day. see you when we go to DR. Yes, we have to. We have to. Hey, we have on, to start working hey, on this passport. Nip, you, you got a place down there, man. Yes. Come you. There's no well, aside from plane ticket and spending money, man, and food. I mean, yeah, because even if I ain't there, man, you guys come on down. There's two bedrooms. Come on down, enjoy the beach, enjoy the weather, enjoy the uh, amenities. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you enjoy the amenities quite frequently, sir. <laughs> Yeah, because I'll be gone a couple of months, man. Like, I know September, October, I'm headed to um, Cambodia, Philippines, and Thailand. So, um, you know, if you want to come down, man, I'll make sure that there's a way y'all can get the keys, get in, and all that good stuff, man. So it's open, too. That sounds beautiful. Cool, man. We got, we got to set that up, man. Yes, we do. And yeah, I, y'all can do y'all show from overseas, man, on the beach. That's yeah, what you man. Do. Good you morning, can. Dominican Republic. Yes. Good morning, Sousa. How <laughs> <laughs> do you say good morning? Uh, buenos... Diaz? No, Buenos that's good. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Buenos Diaz. Woo! Look at that. Let, let bueno, me get Spanish right on the first try. <laughs> Buenos Diaz. Buenos hey, Diaz. Fact, man, before I go, y'all just gave me an idea, man. Maybe <laughs> I need to do a good morning Sasua. <laughs> yeah, man. People will love it, man. We'll uh we can uh you can be an affiliate, man. You can be our you can be our sister affiliate show in the Dominican Republic. <laughs> That'll triple the tra- the traffic on your YouTube account. I guarantee that. Yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks, gents, man. Appreciate y'all having me on. Nephew, you know I love you. I love you, too, um, Uncle Russell. Thank you for coming on, man. You're looking sharp as always, man. I, I want to tell you, too, before you get off, man, I don't know if it's the retirement glow, man, but there's a glow about you now. You look younger. <laughs> like, like, like you look, you always look young, happy, and festive, but you look much younger and happy and festive than usual, man. So enjoy retirement. I'm going to call you in a little bit, uh, and I love you, man. Thank you for coming on, man. Love you, too, man. Y'all guys take care, man. Yes. Take care, brother. We'll talk later.